0: Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.podomatic.com. Hello folks, this is Luke, and uh, in this podcast I'm going to tell you about the new mini-podcasts which I have been doing recently. Now, I just um, downloaded an app for my iPhone, which allows me to basically record and share about five minutes of audio. It's a bit like Twitter, but instead of reading sort of short comments, you actually can listen to... uh, Audio recordings of about five minutes in length so i 've really taken to this idea because uh, it 's really good for for luke 's English podcast because it means now wherever I am, I can just uh, record maybe a five minute uh, mini podcast in which I can do things like explain bits of um, grammar or just share something with you in english and i 've already recorded uh, seven of these and uh, if you are um, friends with me on Facebook Uh, you'll see that uh, whenever I do one I upload it onto Facebook and if you like my Luke's English podcast Facebook page uh, then you can also see them posted there Um, and uh, as well as that though I will from time to time uh, make a longer podcast in which I will play all of the uh mini podcasts i've done so far and that's what i'm going to do in this episode i'm going to play you each mini podcast one by one and maybe explain or or describe something after each one okay so here is the first mini podcast well hello folks this is luke from luke's english podcast <clears throat> i've got a bit of a cold at the moment so my voice is a bit strange so i hope you can understand everything that i'm saying now, this is my first ever mobile podcast. I've just downloaded an application for my iPhone, which is called AudioBoo. And basically, it allows me to record uh, short uh, podcast episodes on my phone and then upload them to the, in- to the internet instantly, right? So I thought, wow, what a brilliant idea. That's going to let me um, create little podcast episodes while I'm out and about with my phone so I can do Luke's English podcast anywhere now. I don't have to be at home and my voice sounds terrible, doesn't it? It really does. But anyway, if you listen to these episodes, it'll give you a chance to basically keep up with me. Um, I will, um, I will record these while I'm out in my everyday life. Um, So I'm going to add like mini podcast episodes using this application. So I'm going to talk about things I notice, um, things I'm doing, people I meet, and it'll be a chance for you to keep up to date with some everyday bits of English that I'm going to use. And uh, I think it's going to be really useful for you and really fun for me. And that's it. That's the end of this first one. Expect more mini <clears throat> mini podcast episodes from me in the future when I expect my voice <clears throat> will be a lot better. God, it sounds terrible. I've just got a cold, but it's making me lose my voice. It happens to me every every year at this time of year for some reason. I always seem to catch a cold, which makes me lose my voice, which isn't very useful for my job. Because as an English teacher, I need to use my voice all the time. So that's not very useful. But anyway, keep up to date with these um, mini podcast episodes that I'm going to record from time to time. And you'll be able to listen to them and uh, enjoy them very much. And you'll use them to learn a lot of everyday, normal, natural English. That's it for now. And uh, that's it. Cheers. Bye, 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 bye okay that's the first one basically you get the idea so actually now i think i'm just going to play uh all of the other uh, episodes that i've done so far there's six more episodes none of them are any more than five minutes each i'll play them all and i'll also uh put uh bits of transcript um onto the web uh site as well which is um http colon forward slash forward slash teacherluke.podomatic.com and you can read some transcripts and other bits of um, uh, information that's relevant to this podcast so that's it enjoy hello folks it's me again it's luke from luke's english podcast and i've only just done my last one of these mobile podcasts but already i'm addicted to this i'm completely addicted to these little podcasts so i'm just sitting here in my flat and I've realised I can just do one in a few minutes. I've got my dictionary here and I thought I would just teach you some common idioms. I've opened the dictionary at page A and I've got to the word about. And it's very common that we we have lots of expressions in English with the word about. And let me teach you some of them. Okay, right. So the first one is to be about to do something. To be about to do something. And that means that you're going to do something immediately. For example, um, well, I'm about to go to bed, so I can't really talk to you, right? Or um, I'm about to go into a meeting, so I can't talk to you now. I'm about to go into a meeting, right? I'm going to go into a meeting right away. It's quite commonly used in the past like this. Um, So let's see. I was about to... Um, I was about to go to bed when the phone rang. So that means I was just going to bed and then the phone rang. So that's quite common as a way of like describing a sequence of events in a story. Um, I was, I was, um, I was about to go into a meeting when John asked me a question, for example, right? So next one is, uh, we use what about or how about, and we use that to kind of, ask questions um maybe about a person if you want to know about a person so you'd say oh how about john how is he right what about john how is he so if you want to kind of ask question uh, about someone there you go um now um we use what about or how about to make a suggestion like how about going to the pub what about going to the park for a game of football how about going to the cinema this weekend? That kind of thing. Another one is um, if you want to introduce something into a conversation, right? You, you do that. So you'd say, oh, how about your holiday? Um, what was it like? Or, um, oh, you got a new job. How, how about your new job? How's it going? Right? So introduce something into a conversation. Okay. Um, another way of using how about that?" Um, is uh, to express surprise. So, and, and you'd say, so how about that then? Like that. So you'd say, apparently James just got a new job. How about that then? How about that then? Apparently Luke has just started doing mobile podcasts. Hmm. What about that then? And it just is a way of saying, wow, that's interesting. Um, okay. So. Another way of using about is to say, I'm not about to do that. And it means I'm not willing, I have no intention to do it. So for example, my boss just asked me to work overtime all week next week, but I'm not about to do that. So I'm not about to do it means I really don't want to do it. Um, So I've, I've never done any cooking and I'm not about to start now. I'm not about to do it. Okay. Um, and then finally, we'd say, well, that's about all or that's about it. And it means that basically you've finished telling, bo- telling somebody about something and there's nothing more to say. Anything else? No, that's about it for now. So I think that's about it for this mini podcast. I hope you found that useful. Um, and I hope you continue to listen to these wonderful uh, mobile podcast. That's it from me. That's just about it for now. Cheers. Bye, 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 bye. All right. Hi, everyone. Um, this is Luke. I've just had my breakfast. That was nice. It was toast. Delicious. Uh, strawberry jam. Yeah, it was, it was very nice indeed. In fact, I might have some more, but I don't really have time, especially if I record this. So I've just been listening to the radio. I've been listening to BBC radio, and um, <clears throat> everyone is talking about these new government cuts. Just to give you some background, here in the UK we've got a fairly new government. Uh, we had an election um, earlier this year and um, the old uh, party, the Labour Party, were voted out and instead we've got a coalition party which is a kind of combination between the Conservative Party and the Liberal Democrats. <clears throat> now the coalition have decided to make some quite radical decisions regarding the economy. Now, because um, at the moment the UK has a lot of debt, we've got a big deficit in our budget. Um, This is because of the recession, because of our borrowing and all that kind of thing. So we've got a um, a lot of money that we need to save, right? So the government has decided to cut public spending in order to reduce costs. Um, so this means that basically public services will be affected. The government is going to be spending a lot less on public services, like education, uh, development, street cleaning, all, all those sorts of things. Um, the government's going to spend a lot less on those, on those things. In fact, um, the government is basically cutting back on uh, public spending as much as possible uh, in order to try and save money. Now, um, <clears throat> this is going to have a lot of... Effect on um, on people's lives. Uh, it's going to mean that you know if the government spends less on public services, that means there are going to be fewer public services available. So this is going to affect people's lives. The government says that they're going to target uh, high earners. These are people who earn a lot of money. They'll be kind of taxed, and and that somehow the burden is going to be spread, um, and uh, the high earners will be targeted. But uh, many people think that actually it's low earners who, who are going to suffer. And it's kind of poor people who really will suffer the effect of these big budget cuts. Um, <clears throat> but it's not just people in the UK. Actually, learners of English around the world are going to be affected by this possibly as well because, um, because of the, the BBC. Now, if, if you're a good learner of English, you will know about BBC Learning English which is part of the BBC World Service. Now, uh, the BBC here in the UK is funded by the licence fee. That's an amount of money that all um, people in the UK who watch television have to pay. But the World Service is also funded by the Foreign Office. That's a government department. So it's kind of uh, government money is spent on the World Service. And uh, part of uh, what the World Service offers is... um, a learning English website. Now, um, the I think the BBC have announced that uh, in order to try and save money that they spend on the World Service, which is actually government money, they're going to have to make various cuts. And uh, they are considering making cuts to their language services. So possibly what's going to happen is that BBC Learning English is going to be cut. Um, and that means that all of those brilliant things that are available to to you, um, online, uh, won't be available anymore, possibly. And that's a a bit of a a tragedy because BBC Learning English is probably the best online resource for learners of English. Maybe the second best after Luke's English podcast, of course. But uh, BBC Learning English is a really fantastic website and it would be a great pity and a great loss for all you learners of English out there if it was cut um, so just a bit of a news update for you there. That's it from me, and I'll speak to you again soon. Cheers. Bye, 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 bye. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Right, so I'm here with Richard at school. I've just made a cup of tea. But uh, what do you think of that one? Obviously, you can't drink it because that's mine. But how does it look? Looks good. I like the color, but maybe that's because of the blue cup. It's a blue cup, which yeah. makes the tea look good. But in your opinion, then, what's the way to make a perfect well, cup of tea? Well, that looks like it isn't too milky. Right. So not too much milk. Not too much milk, but then you don't want to have too little milk either. So you've got to get the right amount of milk. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So um, that looks like that looks about right to me. Do you put do you put the milk in first or second or, or or last? Put the milk in last. Why is that? Because if you put it in first, it might be too milky. Right. So you put it in last in order to judge to the right judge amount how much milk. Yeah. Okay, mm. I see. Do you squeeze the tea bag? Yes, I squeeze it with the yeah to get the consistency. I squeeze it with the teaspoon. Isn't there a risk though that if you squeeze the, the tea bag, that you're going to get a kind of bitter taste? You're going to you're going to get too. It's going to become too strong. Because mm. in my opinion. Getting the perfect, Yeah, but cup. then you just add more milk. Right, but then what you've got is like builder's tea, isn't it? Which is like really super strong with loads of milk. Well, it depends on the tea bag, really. It does, I suppose. You've got to choose yeah. the right tea bag. Yeah, I mean, if you use the, that Yorkshire tea, you're going to get builder's but, tea by definition. That's true. But, I mean, if you use Lapsong Souchong. Or Twinings or, or something. Or Twinings. Right. You, it's very hard to get builder's tea. Uh, okay. Um, in my opinion, right... Just here's how I make my my perfect cup of tea. Um, obviously, in an, in a perfect world, you'd have a teapot, mm. right? You you do it in a teapot, but I don't have a teapot. No, mm. Who uses teapots these days? My missus uses teapots. Your missus does. And okay. She's Iranian. Well, the that's tea's very important. Okay. Well, they she they makes know what a special it... brew with different types. Really? Mm. Okay. That's that's very interesting. Mm. Um, but just from my point of view, what I would do is boil the water. It's got to be boiling water. Mm. No, nothing less than boiling, mm. right? Uh, and put the tea bag in the cup. Pour the boiling water onto the tea bag and just leave it. Don't touch it for about three and a half minutes. Yeah. Don't touch it at all, mm. and just let naturally let it brew. Fish out the the tea bag with mm. a teaspoon. Don't squeeze the bag because that's just going to damage the taste. No, I think uh, you're treating the tea bag with too much respect. Actually, yeah. <laughs> I mean you can. Let you know, leave it to to draw as it were, yeah. Uh, with the tea leaves, but to treat a tea bag with that sort of reverence seems inappropriate. So you think you should show the tea bag who's boss? Yeah, but with a spoon, right? So kind of batter the tea bag, be a bit rough. With no, the tea I wouldn't bag. say batter. I'd say more more exert t- pressure with the spoon on the tea bag, okay. to release its contents. Right. So you've got to encourage mm. the tea bag to, exactly. to release yeah. the tea. I see. You've okay. Got to show the teabag who's boss, right? right? Okay, maybe I'm too soft, but that's just my style, Richards. That's the way I like to do <laughs> things. You just wait for things to happen. You I do. I, I, let to, hap- I let things happen. I let things happen naturally. To be more proactive. I'm in a bit this less world. say fair with you tea. Know, if you want to, if you want to get be in the position I am today, then you should definitely. Uh, exert pressure on a tea bag with a spoon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll think of that. I'll bear that in mind yeah. at all times. Thank you. Because that that's the beginning, you know, and then you'll find other things in life. You'll also be Ex- exerting, exerting pressure, pressure with a spoon. Yeah. yeah. Um, with or without a spoon. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's a lot to learn from this, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, there is. Um sugar. Do you, Sh- do you add sugar? You Hold on, sweetness. just just a second. Hello? Oh, maybe you're busy. I'm just looking for parsley seeds, trying to through there, yeah. Okay, there's some just, on the top. Okay, yeah. We've just been interrupted by someone asking for scissors, but that's all right. So, um sugar, Richard, do you add sugar to your tea? No, sweeteners. sweetness artificial yeah. sweeteners. But no, you can't do that. I do. I do. I'm I'm very into artificial sweeteners. But that's disgusting. It doesn't taste natural. Yeah, but it's not fattening. Okay. Right. I see. You got to bear it. You got to think about and these things when you get to yeah, a certain age. Sometimes I might, you know. If I was celebrating, I might use a bit of Demerara. Okay. Mm. Oh, well, that's, yeah, mm. that's uh, that's a ho- totally different question, really, isn't it, there? Okay, well, thanks very much for your opinions on, uh, on making tea. Obviously, <laughs> you should put milk in the tea, because there'll, mm. there'll be people listening to this thinking okay. that it's ridiculous to put milk in tea, but they're all wrong, mm. aren't they? Yeah. Putting... Can I look forward to my usual fee? Yeah, your usual <laughs> fee. I'll make you a cup of tea. How's that? <laughs> very good. Okay, thanks, Richard. Thank you. Hello, Luke here from Luke's English Podcast. I've been playing uh, some computer games recently. Um, I recently got Red Dead Redemption and Grand Theft Auto 4 for my PlayStation 3. So I've been playing quite a lot of computer games. And uh, it started me thinking about computer games, right? Now, the computer games market is massive. Apparently, it's, it's bigger than the film industry. For example, Grand Theft Auto 4 made more money in its opening week than any film has ever done in history, right? Uh, it's, It's developing really, really fast. And before long, I'm sure we'll have 3D computer games. And there are lots of excited critics and game writers who keep telling us of the dramatic advantages of games and that now they should be considered as a storytelling medium, eventually as valid as film or literature, right? But in my experience they still have quite a long way to go, right? Uh, First of all, no game that I've ever played, except maybe The Legend of Zelda on the Nintendo 64, has ever elicited an emotional response from me. So they've never really made me feel emotional in the same way that um, a good film or a book might do. And there are lots and lots of books and films every year that, you know, make me... Um, emotional in some way but computer games almost never do that Uh, the stories in a computer in computer games are usually very simple kind of revenge stories or rags to riches type stories it's very usually kind of b-movie or exploitation style stuff right the stories are so drawn out and contrived around the gameplay that really the story gets lost somewhere in the middle Um, um cut scenes that you get in computer games which are the ones that they kind of um, they like to think of as being like the kind of movie elements of games these cut scenes are usually just really annoying bits of the game that you have to skip in order to get to the next bit of gameplay the acting in those cut scenes is almost always awful Um, the, um, the cinematography that they use the camera work in those cut scenes is usually like Really bad, kind of amateur level stuff with the camera moving around, lots of uh, sort of um, badly timed cuts and things. Um, the the characters that you get in these cutscenes are usually really kind of cliched B movie style characters. The scripts are also boring and unoriginal usually, and the graphics, even though they're really good these days, they still are nothing compared to the sorts of uh, visual experiences you have with real film so in my opinion basically computer games are a lot of fun but they're nowhere near ready to be considered along uh, alongside real artistic mediums so that's it that's my thought on computer games um yeah that's it i just wanted to say that because um i've yeah i've got nothing better to do um that's it bye 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 right, i just got this new guitar so i thought i'd try a song and it's, uh, it's won by a comedian called uh, Bill Bailey. And he does um, a kind of parody song. Uh, it's a kind of parody of Brian Adams, the, uh, the songwriter from Canada, who was quite successful in the 80s and 90s. And this is his kind of parody of, uh, of something that Brian Adams might sing. And it's, uh, it's about zebras. It's called Hats Off to the Zebra. It's a kind of celebration of racial harmony. Uh, through the medium of song and it sounds like this But the horse has a distant cousin It lives out of not nowhere But its message of racial harmony Is one that we all share Hats off to the zebra He is black and white He doesn't fight Cause they're not very good In a world of confusion we all need a sign. If only we could live side by side by the stripes on a zebra's spine. Hats off to the zebras. The humble badger takes a sip of morning dew, but he's totally colorblind, so he can't judge you. But the badger is a dreamer. Badger has a plan He knows that his destiny Is to help his fellow man Hats off to the Badgers They are black and white They don't fight Except for matching rights and territory A black man and a white man Both they need to shave United by the badger brush, he's helping from beyond the grave. Hats off to the badger. What about the tapir? Half zebra, half pig. Imagine the stigma. The tapir stands proud. Hats off to the tapir. Badgers and zebras. Skunks, oh, yeah, and ringtail lemurs living together in harmony. And if the killer whales can do it, why can't? Okay, this is a mini podcast about sentence stress, intonation, and pausing. And what I've uh, done here is I've taken a section of uh, stand-up comedy by uh, Jerry Seinfeld. I've taken a bit of his uh, stand-up material. and I'm just going to read it out twice. It's just one paragraph. I'm going to read it twice. First time I read it, I'm just going to have very dull, sort of flat intonation. No sense of pausing in the right place. I'm just going to read the text in a kind of monotonous way then the second time I read it I'll put all of the sentence stress in the right intonation pausing and so on and you'll see the, dis- uh, the difference and you'll see the importance of using the right sentence stress and intonation when you're speaking right so here's the first uh, paragraph with the flat intonation okay so the first time you hear the concept of Halloween when you're a kid do you remember the first time you even heard about it It's like your brain can't even. What's this? Who's giving out candy? Someone's giving out candy. Who is giving out this candy? Everyone we know is just giving out candy. I've got to be part of this. Take me with you. I want to do it. I'll do anything that they want. I can wear that. I'll wear anything I have to wear. I'll do anything I have to do. I will get the candy from these fools that are so stupidly giving it away. Right. So that was kind of dull and monotonous. Now I'm going to try and read it with uh, sentence stress and intonation to make it sound sort of emphatic. Um, Here it is. So the first time you hear the concept of Halloween when you're a kid, do you remember the first time you even heard about it? It's like your brain can't even, "What's, what's this? Who's giving out candy? Someone's giving out candy? Who is giving out this candy? Everyone we know is just giving out candy? I've got to be part of this. Take me with you. I want to do it. I'll do anything that they want. I can wear that. I'll wear anything I have to wear. I'll do anything I have to do. I will get the candy from these fools that are so stupidly giving it away. Right, so the second one is perhaps a little bit more over the top, uh, but certainly more emphatic. Hopefully you can use that as a way of identifying the importance of uh, sentence stress and intonation. That's it. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. and that is it actually from this podcast just uh, a collection of uh, the first seven mini podcasts that I've done on my iPhone um that's it as i said look at the website uh, you'll find some information not transcripts for everything but transcripts for the song and for the the bit about candy at the end um that's basically it so i hope you've enjoyed that and uh take care uh take care for now uh, be safe Don't drink and drive. Look after yourself and each other. Bye, 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 bye. Thanks for listening to Luke's English Podcast. You can also find me on Facebook and on Twitter.